I feel like he's like exponentially grown. Yes. My personal Hold opinion. on. Like, now that you say that, I'm going to go back because I remember I was in a math class and this homie that sat behind me who now y'all can find him under D Will the producer. I was like in the back of my math class and I saw this dude just like cooking, dancing. Like he was like listening to some Lil B or something like that. <laughs> and he had his ear, earbuds <laughs> in. I'm like, bro, what are you listening to? He looked up at me and he said, 21 Savage. And I was like, that is a that is a hard name. <laughs> I'm like, that's dope. <laughs> See, you had a good reaction to it because my, my little brother put me on. And when I heard that name, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, I don't know who this is. I don't know if I I'm going to deal with it. And then uh, he put on uh, No Heart. And I was like, this is going. So- oh, snap. He's, he's- he really okay, is a yo. savage. And like the, what I fuck with him the most on is uh, his voice. You know what I'm saying? Like he sounds like he just doesn't care. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like <laughs> the voice really doesn't. Well, real. real quick, real quick, real quick. Cause I know like, um, before we get into reviewing albums, cause I want to get into Westside. I want to get into 21. I want to get into Bryson. So before we do that though, was there any other music? Cause there was like a ton of shit that dropped this week. Was there oh, anything yeah. else that like, y'all paid attention to because i actually pretty much just stuck pretty close to these three albums well for me uh i like the new uh the new ari lennox single that she dropped Ooh, I'm the chocolate pomegranate i haven't heard that in full yeah she was really good yeah i, I really like when she slows the tempo all the way down Right, this it just feels like a vibe. Like I don't know, it just like it makes me want to get a Cadillac and like you know like a fur. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And go on a date or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Pick somebody up at seven. Exactly. <laughs> yes, bro. We know the vibes. Uh, the the uh, Alchemist project is cool. Yeah, I didn't and listen to that. It's really good. And then there's also the Larry June and Harry Fraud. There's some jams on that joint. Yeah. Harry Fraud is on a tear. Yeah, he's he's back to back buckets. Yeah. Well, he might have got three in a row, right? Outrunners and then the, the, I think the second three. part. And then, yeah, now he's, he's got this Larry June tape. I've only heard the tracks with Currency and Don Kennedy, uh, which I hoped would be a standout, and it was. And then this um, this one with Jay Worthy. And I picked a random one out of here for the Apple playlist. I think it was Drinks with Tracy. That was really good. Everything else I haven't heard, but the three songs I've heard so far are really good. Keep going, Larry June and Harry Fraud. Dope album cover. He's got a couple of those, like, 80s, 80s like, crack epidemic rap. Yes. On there. Hey, we're gonna talk <laughs> about those. We're gonna talk fire, about though. those and how they're in style right now. They're pretty. It's pretty fire. Yeah, because Twenty One had one too. Twenty One <laughs> had one, and I think the '80s samples are coming back and and like yeah. in the yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about mm-hmm. it. We'll get there. I'm get ahead of myself, bro. Um, shout out real quick though, local. Shout out to Toby Shea and Quickly Quickly, who dropped a little something off. Um, and Toby Shea has like a little four four piece EP thing. Um, we'll make sure to <laughs> make sure to share that. Um, 
the Fabio Foreign Bop It song finally dropped. The oh, beat. right. I think I just heard that. Yep. I'm surprised this hasn't happened like before. Like, this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we seem to. I feel like we're a little late on this, this meme. And of course, Kenny Beast. Like, this is like everything you want from like a trap hit. Like, it's, it's easy. You know, like, the cadence, you know where it's gonna go. Like, yeah. It's exactly like all the other ones we've heard before, and then you just throw that bop it, rip it, rip it. <laughs> Them bop it toys make a comeback, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is pretty hard. Yeah, there, I'm not kidding, bro. There was a lot of random shit out. Um, the, like, designer even dropped a single. I don't, I don't think anyone's going to talk about that. <laughs> but we're gonna bring it up. We're gonna mention it. Designer's here. Uh, What's the name of the song? I haven't heard of anything from Designer. It's called in a Molly. He's so <laughs> boring, bro. He's so boring. Bro, I just remember like I remember I used to listen to. There was a song by him that was like featured in a commercial, like a soccer commercial or something. And it went hard, and I can't remember the name of it now, and I feel bad, because, like, I really fucked with the song. It wasn't, like, the song, right? Like, Panda? No, 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 okay, no, no, okay. no. Still, I still, every time someone says Panda, I still think of Father Stretch My Hands, like, part two. Like, that's how I, that's what I call it. But, no, nah, I can't remember. It was on a soccer commercial, and I was like, this is kind of hard. It was, like, trumpets and everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say he's never had some, some dope songs, because he has. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it was just sad because every time you listen to one of those albums, it'd be like future track after future track. After. It <laughs> sounds like future after. That sounds like a different kind of future. Yeah. Now when I think of designer, like, no disrespect to designer, of course, but like, I still think of like when uh, you st there's this like gif of future in the club. He's like, oh, is this me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> My son. My son. Um, there was also, because uh, we're going to talk about Smoke Dizza upon the West Side Gun album, which we can get to pretty soon, actually. Um, <coughs> Smoke Dizza's got a project out, too. I need okay, to hear that. Bro, that's good news. Yes. That's what I wanted, bro. Here's two things that I love about Smoke Dizza. One, he's gotten a lot better as a rapper from when I remember hearing him on currency tracks back in the day. Yes. Two... <laughs> He has, like, his style has grown into the Vogue because of the West Side Gun and the Griselda style and the fact Bruh. that they also love wrestling and that, like, he's kind of <laughs> more of a, a grimier rapper than he was, like, a stoner rapper back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it's like maturity. It's like that. Mm -hmm. It's like an evolutionary scale. It's like from stoner to this mature, grimy man that you know, delivers these nasty raps that you know you want to hear. Yeah, like he, and now he kicks it's knowledge, like grown man too, raps. on top of the griminess. He kicks the <laughs> yes. knowledge, too, and he does in that, in that West Side Gun verse. So, yeah, mm. we'll get to that. But that, I was excited to see that Larry June, Smoke Dizza, Alchemist, um, on top of West Side Gun, 21 Savage, fucking... Y'all uh, talking about <laughs> Smoke Dizza, like grown man rap, and then... I go to the album. The first thing I see is the Jack Harlow feature. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that I didn't. That's the other thing that's getting me about Smoke Dizza is like the connections. 
Like, he's got weird connections. He's he got does. girl talk on They're this, so which weird. is like very random. The range of features on this are pretty funny. I agree, Jack Harlow. To flip De Niro and Jadakiss on, on the same song. He's Bro. got a Jim Jones and Cameron song together, which is ob- obviously awesome. Uh, he's got the like same people who are all on Glass House, Wiz Khalifa, Currency, Big Crit, like that type of crew. Dom Kennedy, J305 are in here, right. and then some other like West Side kind of. And actually, it's <laughs> Dom Kennedy just slid too. on in. He was like, "Yo, let me go ahead and get a verse on it." <laughs> I know. I feel like I could get me one on here, like the kinds <laughs> of names that's on here. I could see a Dev Del Molino just popping up. Hey, bro, hey, hit smoke just up right now, bro. What do you say? Get a verse in. <laughs> I gotta like get an a intro verse in. at least, <laughs> like an interlude yeah. or something. Uh huh. I gotta get me one of those AA Rashid type like intros where I'm kicking knowledge at the beginning <laughs> of shit. Dev come through with like a Keisha Plum poem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I stabbed him in the eye with the ice pick. Ad <laughs> lips in the back. Yeah. Yo, Trent. I got, I got you, bro. We have right for you, little Uzi, a Rob Zombie poster. On God, no okay, on God. Don't get Damn, no count. Where'd you find the On God, no count. Don't care. On God, no I just want to know what you okay. said. What did you say? I don't care. I had to throw the whole hodgepodge in there. God dang, you went through all of them. Yeah, I did. Who was on That's crack? Collection. That's the other one I added. <laughs> That's That's been on my mind lately. And, uh,. I think I got one more. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. That shit is fire. You're right. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, let's do this. I'll intro the pod when the all the homies are here. But oh. I'm down, if y'all are down, to just start talking West Side Gun. Oh, for sure. Dev. What's up? Uh, how, do I, how do I send a link? to uh to one of these <laughs> oh uh just copy the link i sent you okay he because uh it's just a catch he wants me to send it to his uh email so he can do it on his computer okay bet yeah just copy Dude, the shut link the i fuck sent, up. sent to you uh, i signed it on my instagram on my computer and i was like yeah me t- I, click, I, click. I know uh, every sunday or every saturday i get on the computer and i use instagram on the computer <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's weird. funny because I've never, I've never logged into the Instagram. I've never seen it like this on a desktop. I got like little notes. <laughs> See, some people Ooh, come through with prepared. notes, and that's what I'm talking about. That's fire right there. Nah, Damn. Wait, like... wait, 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 wait. This news I just read: Cam, Cam Newton tests positive for COVID nineteen. Well, that sucks. Are you serious? Bro, this whole foosball thing is going to – I don't know if it's going to work out. Bro, the NFL didn't take no precautions, bro. <laughs> I know. They yeah. didn't take any precautions. They were like, yo, y'all, you look – hey, it's going to happen if anything happens <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah. That's how it feels, too, because it was like first three weeks, it was like nothing. You didn't hear shit. And then, <laughs> like, now it's like they can't keep it under control for a moment. Like, bro, like – you like you're the you're a contact sport. You literally have to put in more effort than anybody else. 
I was shocked when for three weeks, like moving groups of like 200 people around at a time across the country and then having them all. Yeah. <laughs> tackle each other, like actually worked for three weeks. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyways, I was going to say, uh, Nainoa, Sir Nye, thank you for mm-hmm. coming back, by the way. We, we, I think we intended to have you back sooner. It's been kind of a minute. Hey, man. I love being like I love talking about music. Like I'm honored to be here, y'all. Yo, like y'all have great opinions. Y'all be delving deep, so I'm honored to be back, man. Yes, bro. Uh, always happy to have a musician on here as well, just to talk about things from that perspective. Because I'm a fan from a fan's perspective, but I think you you got a like a musical uh, fan perspective, a different one. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> I try, like, the thing is, like, <laughs> I try, like, I'm a music fan first, and that's what I always, like, tell myself from, like, a listening standpoint, because, like, I don't know, like, what these artists are thinking, but I'll be like, oh, I'll be listening to it, be like, maybe I wouldn't have put that there, or <laughs> yeah. maybe they put that there for this perspective or whatnot, but, like, I don't know, I love, like, really delving into music, like, I'm, like, on Genius all the time now, looking up, like, why people, like, said what they said in lyrics, like, oh, that's why. Yeah, and well, you're a detailed guy too. Like you're you're a meticulous kind of guy. I know from the music you make. I know from <laughs> like how you research things. Like that's just how your brain <laughs> works. And we we like that on the podcast here. That works for us. So, Thanks. um, <clears throat> oh, I was gonna say, uh, uh Sir Nye's got two two quick <sighs> demo tracks out as well. So this is, we talking new yeah. music on the New Music Monday podcast. Let's let people <laughs> yeah. know. That if you go to yeah. SirNinoa.com. Wait, it's SirNinoa, right? Yep, yeah, SirNinoa.com. Yeah, yeah. That you can go get that pack on Bandcamp. <laughs> I think one of them's on Spotify right now. Um, Yeah, they're actually both on uh, Apple Music and Spotify. I've made them so that you, people can find them. They're on my artist pick. Yeah. So when you go to my page Preach and you go to that SirNinoa page, you'll find it. And we got <laughs> Reality Demo. I'm going to add Reality Demo to the New Music Monday by Dev Demolino Spotify Playlist. Because Creek 64 is already on there. I'll get that thank on the you, Apple thank playlist you, thank as well. You. Yeah, bro, of course, bro. You know what it is. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Apple, Spotify, New Music Monday by Dev Demolino, Spotify, Apple playlist. Uh, <laughs> if you want to follow along with what we're referencing in here, uh, that's usually the place to go. And <clears throat> if you follow that, you can keep up with new music every week. I'll be updating that pretty much at, like, Either 9 p.m. on Thursday or 9 a.m. on Friday morning. It's pretty quick. So, uh, word. First album of the day we want to talk about. We're going to intro the pod officially in a little bit later. Uh, we got more friends coming. But <clears throat> I got a couple prompts for y'all to go through with me uh, to fully evaluate this Who Made the Sunshine by Westside Gun. Uh, technically his debut quote-unquote album uh, on Shady Records. Mm-hmm. So let's turn this up here. And I want to start real easy with a true or false for you guys. Um, on this track that we're listening to, The Butcher and the Blade, I want to know if y'all think... Um, I want to... True or false? Be- Conway got Benny on this track pretty hard. I feel like, and before you answer, I feel like on Pray for Paris, 
and other recent projects and, and just in general in most cases I feel like when there's a Conway Westside Benny track I always like that Benny verse yeah. a lot and Benny usually bats clean up and goes at the end yep and because he I mean he'll put the hammer down and, and I think in this one instance and on the second song too you can evaluate that I think Conway has like a way better verse yeah, I think I feel like maybe they knew that going in because, like, I don't know, like their fan base communicates on Twitter about like who has the what verse. Mm. He was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna get on this time." Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. I'll wait. I'll go. And, and, and you know they <laughs> compete with each other. You know they compete with each other. Yeah. You know they they and I think Benny and Conway specifically they don't write like they just go in and start spitting. Yeah. Um, so Trent, what do you think? True or false? Benny, Benny the Butcher or Conway the Machine had the better verse there. Uh, They're both really good, man. I don't really know. I don't know what to say. I say Conway probably, you're probably right. It's probably true. But I don't know if I necessarily always agree. Like, I kind of... Maybe I'm just a bigger fan of Conway, but I kind of always think Conway has the, the better the verse. verse. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I think Benny's, I'm like, punchlines are always, like, more crispy, and they're, like, they hit harder. Mm-hmm. And it's probably just because of, like, his cadence is, like, so punchy. But I don't know. I, always, I just think Conway is just kind of... He's just the best rapper out of the three, just in general. <laughs> he is. I guess, I guess maybe the point I'm pointing out is that... I love, I really love Benny's flow, and I'm usually, when they're both on a song, I'm kind of inclined to like the Benny verse a little bit more. Uh, it may not be exactly the rapping, like Conway's usually mm-hmm. right, the better rapper, but sometimes it's what Benny says on a track uh, that I love the most. I thought it was a testament to me to the fact that I kind of thought Conway kick Benny's ass on this track given that I would normally go for the Benny the Butcher track and I thought this Conway one was significantly better so I get what you're saying like most cases for you you tend to like that verse a little bit better but I wanted to use that to lead into and I want to know if off rip there's any verses that you were kind of disappointed in and I could tell y'all what my what my two are because the first one was this particular Benny verse. Mm. Okay. Well, Can well, you what guess the what the one, second Dev? one might be? Was it Jada Kiss? No, I loved the I loved okay. the Jada Kiss song. I'm about to and say, I no, I love the Jada Kiss verse because I felt like he was just dropping game. Like it I just was. felt he like it was it. more like let me stop by, say this real quick, let the kids know, knock the silk ball. Nah, he said well. COVID-19 is a stamp on the dope now. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like he was checking people. Like, Jadakiss in that verse in particular, like, he was just like, yo, just so you know, they're doing this out. I don't know. I love Jadakiss how he raps. And, like, I needed him to say what he said. And I don't know. It wasn't like he overdid it. Like, he, I felt like he just came through. And I was I, I was happy with those bars. Solid. Super, super <laughs> solid. Um, no, my, <clears throat> my one other verse that I didn't really care for was the Buster Rhymes on the Slick Rick Buster Rhymes track. And I, maybe I'm comparing it to Brossface Brickler, 
mm, from Supreme uh, Blind Tell, but it didn't. I don't know. I, it didn't really. It didn't really tickle my fancy, you know. Uh, but and then my last one that's not really. I'm not really saying the feature is bad because the feature is not bad. It's it's great, but. Here's one other song in here that I think just I don't like on this album is Ishka Bibbles, the Black Thought mm. feature track there. I feel like there's one too many of these kind of what would Sheen Gun do type album type beats mm. on this. I think there's like literally one too many. So I think if this particular track was on a different album, like maybe if it was even on Pray for Paris, like I would love it a lot more. I'm getting all my criticisms out before I before I go on about That's how many cool. things I like about this album because I know that'll you know. <laughs> the only reason why I brought up the Jadakiss was just I don't know maybe it's just I think I just don't like that song as much as some of the other tracks on here. I think and in turn I thought Boldy James was like. It was. It sounded like a Boldy James track, so it kind of fit him best. Like it sounded like it came off the Versace tape, mm. like really like lo-fi kind of drum patterns and shit. But it's not that the the, the J. Kiss verse is bad. I just I feel like he could have like jumped on one of these other tracks and it would have sounded a little harder because mm -hmm. he's just so hard. And then with the Busta Rhymes. I don't know. It wasn't like a net negative for me. I, I get what you're saying. Like, if you're comparing it to Brosface, yeah, like, but Dad, you got to get out of that mindset, man. I'm not in that mindset. Everything all the time. I didn't like it, and then I thought about, damn, I really wish this was like, but uh, but we still got Brosface Brippler, though. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't hate it. I definitely didn't hate it, but I... I, I, if I had to pick some weak verses out of here, I would say, because there are a lot of great verses, like from Westside, from Benny Conway, and then the features themselves. Because I'll get into the ones that I do really like. Um, compared to verses like Boldy James's on All Praises. So that's mm. one part where we differ. Like, I love that song. That's one of my favorites. Um, mm. And then, well, that Jada Kiss verse as well. As well as the a lot of the features on Frank Murphy, but Este Nack was probably one of my favorite verses off the whole album. And then both Slick Rick features to me were amazing. So there were these yeah. really high points yeah. that kind of pointed out the the not as great moments from Benny from Busta. Personally, mm. what was your uh? I mean, you might have just said it with the Estenac thing. Was that like the most underrated, like, or like unexpected verse? Not think? unexpected, but I'll get to how this song, I think, is honestly like one of my favorite moments on here. It might be my favorite moment as of like right, right now. I think there are more like replayable tracks that'll come into oh. favor basically later down the road. But I cannot get over this beat, like, at all. Bro, it's just it's so fire. It's a pure loop. Like, that's what I love. Like, you, they let you spit. That's like, it's basically like freestyle, but like, it's like, do what you need to do. <laughs> it's yeah. just the loop. If you don't kill the loop with no drums, bro. <laughs> like, I was just tripping off of it. Posse cuts are kind of tricky, okay? Because I don't always like a long ass posse cut. And it's usually because they don't get the beat right. 
Yeah. The beat's like too simple or too boom bappy or something. So I want to listen to it for nine minutes. But this this loop is weird and there's texture to it and it's kind of like. It, um, conductor Williams is the guy who produces, and to, we've, we've kind of talked about him with the last couple of West Side projects and how much we love those beats, but he's really good at p- changing that pitch or kind of like throwing some yeah. sort of weird flanger on it or something. Yeah. It's crazy because like this loop to me when I heard it, it's like it just, it literally sounds like a record playing backwards, but that, and that might be just it. And that could be all it is. But the thing is, it's so grimy. It's so... And like mm-hmm. it just fits them. Like who else can rap over that, and, you know, and make it sound good? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, well, I bring up the like unexpected uh, verse thing because I thought that El Camino, who I generally am a little bit unimpressed by, just in terms of like Griselda's roster, mm-hmm. I thought he had a pretty great verse on this. He might be like between him and Stove God Cooks, like my second favorite verse on this. Yeah. I love that that part where he's talking about how fast they grow up and going from slap boxing to pistol fights and oh, shit. Yeah. Like no, nah, he was right. in a zone. He he was Ooh. in a zone at that point in the verse and, and I feel you. I was a uh, it's funny cause like the part that got me was of course ninety eight sabers at the end, but like just Blaze like made that track sound like a freaking horror track. Like I don't know Just those but Just Blaze, like I don't I don't know what it is. Of course when he shouts on a track, gets into it, but like I just love how how heavy that beat sounded. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like it sounds like they took a psycho like movie and just flipped it right then and there. They don't usually use something that I don't wanna say they don't they don't do like like a hard beat. Right. But they don't they don't usually go for something like this. Yeah. This is something I would hear like maybe a flea lord pick up or you know one of their other guys. That sounds yeah. more them. But to hear something like this on a West Side Gun album. Right. I haven't really yet. So yeah, getting just blazing for a beat is a big deal to me. Um, production in general, because I feel like that's maybe that's where our expertise is here with the, among this group. Uh, I don't know. Any any favorite beats come off top to you? I mean, I could I could throw one or two out there. This one, Frank Murphy. Frank Murphy, yeah, with you. And like, it's funny because like he obviously has that cadence. He likes that that one-two pattern. But um, oh, hold on. It's one of the ones with uh, what's her name? Keisha Plum. Bonnie. Um, yeah, Armani. Armani. Oh, yeah. I like the. I was about to say the Liz Loves Luger beat is like so oh, smooth. There, yeah. yeah. And you need like a West Side singing song on, oh, every, on every West Side. Bro, <laughs> I love how he is able to do that too. Like he just carries right. the chorus. He'll just go over it. But bruh, okay. <laughs> we've been talking about Armani for weeks now. I know. Yeah. And we keep asking like, what's in her bag? You know, like what's what, <laughs> what, what what's fully in her bag? What's her range? You know. This, I think this goes a long way if you could do tracks like this. Yeah, that's how it's so smooth. Got an R&B bag. When I was saying that like Frank Murphy is one of my favorite songs right now, I feel like this is a track that'll be one of my favorites down the road because I, oh, I think this might get the most spin out of a lot of tracks on this album for me. It might be like top three and how many times I play it. 
speaking of like oh well just to take it back to verses real quick um i think the thing that i was pleasantly surprised by just out of like you know slick rick i was just so happy to hear him on good night like it didn't seem like he was like outside of you know what he normally does it's like it's like current you know what i'm saying like i just like the way he took that story and continued it you know what i'm saying continue bar for bar like continuing to paint the picture that uh that gun set up and like i don't know like the cinema feeling of it like the way i always describe west side gun and griselda it makes me feel like i want to go watch a drug movie now i want to go watch mm -hmm. some shit with like base. the like the wire or yeah, something with the wire. <laughs> yeah. going on yeah yeah it's like the wire on on fucking music it is <laughs> yes it, it totally is like the realism of it and mm -hmm. Um, yeah, the, the, the grittiness, like kind of like the not holding back from the very violent, ugly side of things is yeah. really uh, important. And uh, this is dope because uh, it just goes to show like how many like doors that Armani Caesar can kind of open up for them in terms of little things that they could do to make these albums and these songs go that much further and be more diverse. And, you know, this is this is dope for them. This is. I'm glad there was one of these in here, for sure. I expect this to be a favorite for a lot of people. But going back to beats, I do want to point out one that is probably my favorite. This might be one of my favorite Derringer Butch, Beat Butcher songs, like top 10. I love the rewind on that. On that, that Again, another thing about the Griselda beats that make them so cool is that they try to go for real texture in the beats. So we oh, talked yeah. about how Frank Murphy kind of has this weird, lasery feel to it. Yep. <laughs> and this one has like a real feeling of like a rewind on it in that in that loop. Yeah. Uh, and they it just gives the beat vintage, a nice sense bro. of symmetry. Oh, sorry, what were you going to say? They feel vintage. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, the quality of BC picks for each one, like, it's, like I said before, uh, before I listened to this, I went back and listened to some of his catalog, and it's just pristine, like, textury, like, you know, you know you're going to fuck with that, if anything else. Yeah, yeah. I would say more so than a lot of people, I, I feel like Griselda beats, they go for a sense of texture uh, mm -hmm. that you may not get otherwise. And I think, you know, even though, again, one of my knocks on this album, I don't think it's it's perfect. I don't think, I'll get to the chase. I don't think this is, I think this is better than Black God is an Awesome God too. I think this is better than, say, like, From King to a God, which we recently talked about and I really liked. I would say it's a little better than that. I would say it's better than The Liz, the Marani Caesar project that came out and we talked about two weeks ago. I don't think this is better than Pray For Paris. Pray For Paris, to me, still a top 10 album of, like, a hip-hop album of the year. Yeah, and pretty, and pretty I good think, trip that. I think this has moments that that can, this has moments that can fade Pray For Paris, but yeah. overall, Pray For Paris is actually the more, like, diverse project to me a little bit. Yeah. What do y'all think about this as, like, a as a debut album, like, for people who have maybe never heard West Side Gun? Right, because anything like truly shady related, you know, like that gets that that fan base. So mm -hmm. um, now I do notice that those kinds of fans, I'm saying like Eminem fans, they're starting to gravitate towards like a Conway the Machine. Mm -hmm. um, 
this though, if I think like a larger fan base like that is gonna hear it, I still think it's really, really artsy. I still think it's really like, I think the thing about West Side that is off-putting is it's it's always avant-garde. Oh like, yeah. That is the motto. So you kind of like not everybody wants that in music. Not everybody listens to music for some mm-hmm. sense of like not like oh, not no, practicality, exactly. you know. Yeah. Um, or like you know going against conventional music making is not something everybody wants to do like passively and just like you know yeah um so i think on that note that's the only reason why i think people wouldn't like it but i think these beats are getting better i think you know these features are getting more inviting like oh slick rick's on here you know like like my dad will listen to that like oh yeah you know or listen to my dad later yeah exactly so um i think I think on that note, it's still a West Side Gun album. I still think, oh, like, sure. if you haven't liked anything by him before, I don't think this is the one. What else? What else? What Let's else see. about this track? I did say I loved All Praises, Boldy James, and Jada Kiss. I think y'all, I, not y'all, you two, but I'm just saying, I think y'all, <laughs> meaning y'all, I'm pointing to a different camera, y'all are underrating Boldy James severely. I think as a rapper, and I think as a like a beat picker, uh, or just where he lands on a feature or with his own beats or whatever, like they're always fire. I was about um, to say the the thing with Boldy James is like every time I hear Boldy James, whether it's his own song, whether it's a feature, it sounds like I don't know if it's just the way that he's like, oh yeah, I want to jump on that, but like every track that he's on, perfect fit. I don't know if he's just that versatile or like I haven't heard anything that I'm like, oh, that doesn't work for Boldy. Yeah, because but his voice, that's the thing too. His voice could easily be like, well, I wouldn't want to hear it in this type of track. I wouldn't want to hear it in that type of track. Right. Yeah. Right. But I rarely ever notice that on his songs or Griselda songs or even, here's an even better case, the Big Sean feature that he was on when they switched that beat and it was smooth. Yeah. It was like glossy, silky and he had to like get into a swag that he's not using. You're talking about off that album, right? Where he, uh, where there were so many transitions, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So nah, I do think he's truly versatile. Pocket. I do think he's truly versatile, but I do think they're also, like he is, is, he's not swinging at the ones that he shouldn't be swinging at, you know? He's right. Got good, he's got a good choice and ear for his beats. Um, yeah, I think this verse is great, and I think he really, I mean, personally, it's one of my favorites on the whole album, so I'll say that I like his verse more than the Jada verse, but I think just the fact that him and Jada were at that level, at that same level, says a lot about Boldy Jason, personally. Man. But. <laughs> just, uh, also, I think, like, just as far as star power goes, like, I don't, I don't know. I didn't expect it. Like, it's funny. Cause like, I just, I don't always look when I listen to an album, I don't always look at the features. Sometimes I'll just put my phone down mm. and just let it play through. Yeah. I caught it as a surprise here in Jada kiss there. So maybe I was just more like, Oh mm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, like I appreciated it. I, I fucked with it. Man. Yeah. I think Jada kiss is another person that, certain circles of hip-hop just aren't really using mm-hmm. enough and i think he has a really cool uh voice and demeanor although i do think he's been he's been really active as of late i just think yeah. like i love that he's tapped into the griselda side of things 
And uh, well, it was really cool when he did the Schoolboy Q feature from mm-hmm. from the groovy tone. Sorry, the song, but the um, y'all know what I'm talking about. But him being on a song like that, that's that's where I want to hear him. I want to hear him on some grimier stuff, but with rappers that you know, Schoolboy Q level, pretty pop relevant. Um, I think Jadakus still can work in that space. Oh uh, yeah, pretty good. So. Uh, yeah, overall on this album, I would say we've been doing a scale of like not good to good or or all right to pretty good, really good. I'm going to go with really good because I feel like that's the standard for West Side Gun personally. Mm-hmm. But I did kind of point out like it's not a quite a pray for Paris for me. Um, I think it's I think I think it's one of the more exciting ones, but I think. If I if when I continue to listen to this for like another year, yeah. I think it won't pan out the way that Pray for Paris did. That's kind of mm. my perspective on it. Yeah, the way I look at it, it kind of feels well because Pray for Paris like that blew me away as far as like the features, the beats, like you know, ten out of ten for me. I feel like it's kind of consistent, but of course, like you know, not nothing that's gonna blow me away, but something I would consistently listen to in my mm-hmm. own time, my own free time. I drive to that. You know, I cut a couple singles on. I know I'm gonna listen to, you know, that that uh, slick Rick track at the end. Good nights. So I know I'm gonna listen to parts of it for sure. Yeah. Maybe the whole the whole thing through and through. Maybe not again. But you know, I know there's parts of it I like. So. And I, like I don't feel like I, we mentioned slick Rick, but I want to mention slick Rick again, just as uh, both his verses on here, amazing. I <laughs> love the storytelling. I love what it brought out of West Side from yeah. his storytelling and his rap style. But on top of that, uh, the fact that he's still got these topsy-turvy wordplay flows yeah, that just kind of like fold around each other. Like that's how he raps, like he's folding words around themselves. Um, yeah. To hear that on one of those crazy – actually, one was a little bit more conventional – just to hear that on Griselda was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to make sure I, I point out that that was another two essential moments of this album. Really makes this album what it is and stand out. Uh, definitely two high points. Trent, were you going to say something? I was just going to say, yeah, like as far as the, the whole project goes, like probably the, my takeaways are like, I don't think West Side Gun is leveling up as like a rapper at all. Like I like every album he puts out, I don't know if he's getting like a lot better as a rapper. Like you said, I think he showed he could do, you know, something else with the uh with the uh slick rick features, it might tap into a new bag, but I think what West Side's like main um you know, accomplishment or what he's best at is just like curating. Yes, and the like, arrangement. He's the so arrangement, good yeah. at putting together uh like just a, an array of sounds, array of a, a good cast. He's like a casting director, yeah. and and he's 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 like okay. Did we talk about the Tarantino thing? Is he Tarantino? Because he's popping that's up in his like own movies and shit. Yeah, yeah, like he's yeah. Popping up in his own movies, especially, he, especially because of all the wrestling and the like, you know, kind of right. niche yeah. niche hobby shit. Yeah. So like, West Side is like Tarantino in the sense of like, you know, Tarantino will cast himself every every now and again and yeah. he's there he's not the best one in the movie though like it's not yeah. like he's a great actor <laughs> yeah but he brings out the 
best in everyone around him. Yeah. And shit like Armani Caesar, even just that one song just gets me even more pumped on her because she she has a new style that R and B shit was was really cool. Yeah. And then bringing Slick Rick in, um, and I know you say you didn't like the Busta Rhymes that shit, but like I think that you know having Busta Rhymes and Slick Rick on the same track is like kind of a kind of just a level up in a sense of like yo i got these two together and like oh yeah i'm just i'm gonna just let this shit ride like but and then the and then the the posse cut is just like i'm gonna take the the eat like not the easiest beat to rap over but like the easiest beat to make Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just like let these guys cook over it yeah and so like that kind of shit i think that's where west side is continually leveling leveling up pray for paris in this in in those terms are like about on par i would say like pray for paris maybe has a slight edge but no yeah, you're I right like in terms getting of the, better, you, were, better you were saying in terms of the arrangement of like the cast and everything i do think they yeah. are on par with one another because i think yeah i think what is uh, i think the features and just kind of how this thing all flows together is right there with pray for, pray for paris i think yeah. so uh yeah, 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 for sure. You know how we we give it up for Westside Gun. Um, e- even his best, even like not his best albums, are still extremely exciting projects to hear. Like not his not best projects of this year have Slick Rick on them. Like who else can say that? Right. His second best album of the year has Slick. You know, it's like that's crazy. Side um, note: I'm a fan of this man's ad libs. Like I really am. Like the, just the energy in general, his voice, all that. <laughs> hey, 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 what's good? Yo, what's, what's poppin'? poppin'? <laughs> Same time shit. Whoa. Same time type shit. What's up? <laughs> what's cracking? Like Way to start it's it off. Good. What's up, guys? Oh, oh man, we chilling. Niggas is tired. What's Niggas poppin'? Sleep. Yeah, we got you up early. We got you up. Crack of dawn. Yeah. <laughs> About at like five thirty last night. I was uh out uh Damn. shit at, over at Red House on Mississippi. I don't know if you saw the flyers and shit, but oh, Red know. House is over by uh, where I'm at, up in mm-hmm. Laurelhurst. Yeah, I was over there because shit be popping off like super late, randomly like weird trucks, all that kind of shit, fascist people pulling up trying to start shit. So I was like out there really late, but. There was some shit at uh, there was some shit at, at Laurelhurst Park too. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody just got ran over by a bike. From a yeah, the Holy cops ran it. somebody over. Yeah, and then tried to say that they were trying to steal the bike when nigga clear, that person was you, twenty you, feet away. You can watch the video. This nigga revved up his shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said they jumped on a bike, bro. Like, watch the jump on a bike from fifteen feet away from it. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's a different kind of stupid, my nigga. I they know. Really they really be trying it. They yeah. think niggas really just is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it would just take whatever. But niggas believe it though. Sense. That's the thing is that like centrist people that don't, you know, um, they're like they're like they just want the status quo to be maintained and stuff. They're like, this is comfortable for me to believe, so I'm gonna believe it. So that's that's why they, that's why they say that stuff. Yeah. People are just like, oh, okay. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. They know people. <laughs> you know, like the police, because you're supposed to believe the police. Is that a City Morgue shirt? Mm-hmm. Is that a City Morgue T-shirt? Yeah, that's I what's up. City I can't really get into them, man. I can't really get I, into I, them. I'm a fucking hardcore. Like the thing is, the thing with City Morgue, it's interesting. City Morgue is interesting for me because, like, I love 
their music and stuff, but like I'm gonna be real, like so like Mula, I, I I don't know, man. Like I, I hope this never they never see this, but I'm just like you know I just I have a hard time with his voice, just his voice, the cadence, <laughs> uh, the 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 delivery. Yeah. He's also he's also like a Latinx man screaming nigga all the time, and I know it's different <laughs> in different areas and. You know, like there's a lot of places where that's just that that's just goes, but it's just like it's a little bit, you know, it's kind of like ah, my ears, you know, like. But I, 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 it I is. Don't it is. Wait, uh, what'd you say? <laughs> the, the thing is, it, it, it's like it's a uh, it's new metal. It's like fucking like you know like limp biscuit it's like those biscuit fucking shit, like, yeah. you know, it's like that kind of shit. So it's like it's Which, like I'm not mad at that shit either. That. I'm not yeah. mad at new metal at all. Yeah, so no, I know it gets a bad rap, but I think I, I think it's cool, and I think it's cool that people want to incorporate that into hip hop as well. Yeah, new metal hard, nigga. Like it's Slipknot new metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah Slipknot, Slipknot, right? Corn's new metal. Corn, nigga, I fuck with Corn. Yeah, yeah all the those is hard. It's literally just all the fucking like that. All those hard ass bands that like had like white niggas with dreads, and they're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like that shit goes. I mean, Limp Bizkit is trash, but you know, like Disturbed is new metal. Fucking all that wow. shit. Yeah, uh, wow. y'all, ever, y'all ever watch yeah, King of the Hill? Goes, y'all like King of know? the Hill? I'm like a hardcore kid. Like I'm in a hardcore band too, but you know, like I I started. Like my music love started with, like you know Jimi Hendrix, and you know uh, it evolved as I got more angsty and like became a teenager. Like it evolved into like a you know more punk route, you know. So mm. I just have that basis, and then you know, of course, I love all the trap shit. So it's that that it's that, it's that perfect intersection, you know. Word. So. Let the band play. Watch this live real quick. Okay, okay. Test, test, test. Microphone check. One, two. What's up? What's up? Yeah, I'm a Miami baby. Lately, I've been going crazy. Definitely the only girl in the music Monday podcast. Brief City Boys. Can I get a Can I get a Brief City Boy check in real quick with Trent Louder? What's up? Hello. Hello. What's up? How's it going? How y'all doing? Definitely know in the building. BCB Dev, aka Chicken Nugget Man, aka Louis Vuitton Devon. I got a whole script of nicknames. We're gonna run down on sooner or later. My boy, Trent Louder, <clears throat> eight one seven. My man, in here always as usual. We got hella guests today, bro. All right, y'all been listening to certain I know, and I know it's in the building. I know how you hey, do. What's good? What's good, bro? Yeah, welcome good. back to the podcast. It's been like a year since homie's been on here, and every week I think between then and now I was telling you, bro, you gotta get back on the podcast. Real shit, bro. We gotta get you on. Hey, man. So, uh, happy to be here. Happy to be here. And, and how we all talk about music, man. Yeah, he's always down to talk about music. And also, we got to give praise to homie, too, because he's been he's been putting in work on his own music and, and getting getting the rewards from it, too, which is always exciting to see. Um, so, like I said, if you listen to this podcast, if you love this podcast, if you fuck with this podcast, first of all, you're going to hopefully hear some more Sutter and I uh, on the show typically but in the meantime i need y'all to stream his music he's got two demos out he just dropped i need y'all yes. to get on that mm-hmm. and uh one of the tracks he just dropped before that is going the fuck up so oh man yeah <laughs> know it all yes that reached ten thousand streams killing oh, it bro killing it killing it killing it killing never it. had to happen ever bro what? now I-, I also want to introduce our guests real quick these homies just jumped in 
to uh, to fuck with us on these next couple albums, as well as uh, interview and 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 sure. speak to some recent music that they've been dropping. So we got a catchy, also known as Icky Beats. Yes, sir. Any any other any other names you want to go by? Oh man, I got I got like five. <laughs> I've, I've been fucking with. Uh, I've been thinking about it, you know, and like a catchy is kind of like I started to think it's kind of my more um, my beat tape instrumental hip hop uh name and then like i think i want to like separate and make like i'm fucking with like candy man because i was rock i was <laughs> rocking this j- just giant ass fucking coat and i looked like candy man last night or a few nights ago and i was like nigga this shit hard yeah, and I, I, was might slash it. I might i might on the radio and shit code. and i was like nigga i'm candy i have a man, scythe bro. under this <laughs> thing yeah we also got jordan fletcher in the building uh also known as north jordan you got any other names you want to go by i got way too many names to go by so them two is just five <laughs> all right we'll go with those we'll keep it simple yeah we, everybody gets two names maximum all right yeah <laughs> don't flip it on me any other way than that <clears throat> all right well yo we are so happy to have y'all here again like we just said uh we try to get we try to get both of y'all on i think a few weeks ago didn't work out but i'm glad that we could turn around and and get it going we've been doing some great interviews um last week we had kovey on his last episode yeah he just dropped yep. the ep the sun is still out uh we got to talk about that how it was made how he wanted to make it a little bit different than the sun is still out the ori- sorry <laughs> no, no 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 when the sun is out the original one and then um you know some of the videos that he's been putting out as well yeah. and, and whatnot so uh, shout out to him but we're gonna he keep dropped rolling. a music video yesterday i'm actually oh, in his I'm actually in Riley Brown's old room right now. <laughs> Shout oh, out Riley Brown. Oh, word. Basement vibes. <laughs> Shout out Riley. Shout out Riley, man. That's my nigga, man. That's our, we went to school with that nigga, man. We know him too. Yeah, yeah, quiet skater boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nigga, Trent, Trent, a, Trent knew him as a young skater boy. This is my, this is my oh. Riley impression right here. What's up, bro? Yeah, Riley and I used to go to a go to skate church together. We go skate and listen to a sermon every uh, Tuesday. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that shit was crazy, man. That was weird. It was like, you fucking, they really fucking, they were like, they really, hello, youths. Like, (laughs) they they really tried to like brainwash motherfuckers. Yeah. That's the thing. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if anybody that listens to this podcast is like, you know, it might get offended by what I say, but I hate the fact that Christianity's <laughs> always gotta like um slip itself into some cool shit. Like you feed yeah, oh, uh, yeah. a pill yeah. to a dog Jesus with some peanut butter. Because yeah. like, <laughs> they literally prey <laughs> on people that are young like you and are cool life. and want to skate, Jesus or awesome they go to prisons and shit and try to get to you know like or or they right. like drug addicts and shit like that. Like that's where yeah, yeah. man, I got a nigga in my inbox right now telling me that I can make a Christian song. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> nigga, we leave me alone, <laughs> nigga. Yeah. Hey, a little fun fact though, I used to be a Christian rapper when I was like in middle school. Yeah. Because my mom wouldn't let me rap no regular shit. <laughs> no, I went to a talent show one time. I went to a talent show one time. I kid you not, I got on this stage at Winter Haven Elementary School's nerdy ass math science school, and I was like, J E S U S. The Taken Man mints what he knows best. Hey. So you know we about to get it cracking like Bacardi, y'all. I was rapping like 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 O four Kanye West. <laughs> yes sir yes sir 
I love that shit. I'm glad this episode is going to run deep. We got homies and no homies, and, and, and it seems like we got a really cool crew of people here. Um, so, again, thank you all for coming in. Let's get to let's get to some Savage Mode 2, bro. I'm just going to... I'm just going to yeah. turn the... Hey, man. Go ahead. Right. My favorite joint off that bitch is Many Men. Oh, that's it, First of all, Many Men has the most simple beat on there, but it's just... I want to shoot somebody to this song. I I get aggressive, but I think the whole shit is a... a I mean, I don't know. The songs that I like are really fucking good to me, and then, like, there's songs that I don't really care for that are, like... Okay, mm. like towards the end of the project, I think. Yeah. But I just think that's that's gonna like change the time. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he definitely did a variety of. I'm saying like between. I guess both of them did a variety of things because they both kind of went on different notes. Like definitely went left sometimes. But they did like a good variety of savage mode one type shit, dark, yep. ethereal, angry. I'm gonna stab you. Um, they did some of the pop rap shit that you would hear on like his this <laughs> album. That shit go, man. Which one? Which one? Ad lib, bro. Oh, we gotta talk about the fact that Morgan Freeman is oh. narrating that <laughs> yeah. shit, bro. Yeah, we gotta start that there. That shit yeah. hard, bro. Man. Did excellent, it's beyond excellent, bro. Metro Boomin is trying to get Morgan these like Freeman movie projects. Album, In 2020, if you would have told me Morgan Freeman was gonna give me the definition between a snitch and a rat, bro, I wouldn't believe you. But have y'all ever seen <laughs> the video of the dude I, I at Best Buy? Have you ever seen the video of the dude at Best Buy? He's explaining the difference between drip and sauce. <laughs> yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was like yep. same type of energy. Like he had it on ten like that. <laughs> Yeah. When he said that, when he said that, well, at least a rat. Yeah. A rat is a rat. Well, a rat is a fucking rat. I was like, sni- At least a snitch is, a snitch is fucking human. I was like, I know. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Morgan? Come on, bro. Morgan Freeman caught a body, man. No, Morgan Freeman got <laughs> Stop playing with him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know he bus, had those type of words, like, inside him. But, yeah, the, that, that, that was a, like... Metro Boomin's always going for these like movie-like projects now, because the last yeah. one that he did was like that, and mm-hmm. this one, obviously, with the Morgan Freeman shit, you can't get no more like movie than that. Yeah. Hey, real yeah. quick question though, what did you think about the song "Snitches and Rats" though? Snitches and rats, snitches and rats. Right. Funny thing is, I didn't even really like the song, but Morgan Freeman kind of made the song for me because yeah. yeah. the intro. I was like, nah, I don't really like the it. interlude. I probably would have skipped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite yes, one is sir. running, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, running hard. Running, running, That shit is. Uh, and start an like, album off with that. That's crazy. Straight up. Yeah. I, I, uh, he was just playing it in his room, and I was just kind of listening to it. So I don't really know the music songs, but I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like the general consensus. <laughs> Most of the shit I like, you know, and you know, the one's a real takeaway that's push. Like, that's like how I do it. I'm like, this shit hard, you know? Like, I'm like, I'm all for, you know, I was thinking about, I was like, Metro Boomin needs to score the next Tarantino movie with like, fucking Pharrell or something. It's like some, <laughs> some motherfucking, like, you know, because those movies, they've been having good soundtracks and shit. Like, I don't know. I think more artists, like, I wish more producers got into, like, scoring and stuff. Like, you know, the Black Panther album was crazily scored and really calculated. And I think everybody has the ability to do so, but they kind of stay in their own lane. And, you know, I think there's a, an extensive reach that producers have 
and they can, you know, really like, you know, pan into a large audience and bring people into a more mm-hmm. you know, artistic environment by extending themselves like that. So I'm like, Metro Boomin, make a fucking score. Like, I, I was going to you know? say that about Metro Boomin is that I feel like he kind of needed this this project yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like yeah. he hadn't been dropping in a while, and, and, oh, no, and I, just... I, I agree. I was like, "Where the fuck did Metro go, nigga? Metro, Metro. that shit sounded like some old Three Six Mafia, yeah, shit, bro. Man. I was like, mm. that shit, like the whole, the whole uh, cover, the whole like the songs that where they talk, like where I feel like shooting somebody, nigga. It just makes me feel like Three Six Mafia, like yep. the whole way through. It was dark. It was like it's the, the, the Twenty One Savage always has that like that dark undertone you know it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. he's just like really like i don't know he's just like an emo emo trap nigga like he exactly you know, bro and, like, and y'all probably y'all probably have certain rappers that y'all like for these reasons 21 savage is one of those ones to me that it's like it's not always it's what you say when you talk about let's say mm-hmm. just gang shit right and like violent shit it's kind of yeah. like what you say that really yeah. sounds threatening, menacing. Bruh. Like you really been it's in a fight. Oh, you really been too, in like that kind exactly. of an environment. Right. That man sounds threatening. He'll be like, you have a nigga shout, I'll go kill you. If 21 Savage says, yo, I'm gonna go kill you. Yeah, like, yeah. And you're like, it's what? low. Oh, he don't gotta, gotta raise his voice to do it. it. He don't gotta raise his voice and get loud to do it for you <laughs> to know. He also really mm-hmm. do be describing some murderous situations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Walking through the house and I saw a nigga's shoes pull up with a licky, you know, let that shit shoot, you know, it's like really just like putting you in a situation as opposed to like where people are like, I went to his house and I shot it up. He's like, rolled up quiet and I fuck it. Like, you know, it's yeah. just like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, menacing, bro. Like, that nigga said, my little, my little homie wanted to shoot him. It was free. I let him get his strike. Like, <laughs> oh, nigga might have really did that. Yeah. For me, bro, it's the way he talks about it. Like, for me, like I'm a 21 Savage fan. Like, I I feel like he's grown lyrically too. Yeah. Oh yeah. At first, he used to start with like just one punchlines, but now he's like barring out. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's been like bar for bar, like exponential growth. But he's still like you know doing the pop shit with like you know obviously the Drake cut, obviously the Young Thug cut. Yeah. Still like keeping it like obviously on running in the uh what was it the second song a Glock in my lap. What was it? Yeah. Yeah, Glock in my lab. But yeah, it's like the way he talks about like betrayal, the way he talks about obviously snitching. Like he's also vulnerable even in the end, the way he talks about like the women who broke his heart, yeah, all that. I, f- I, yeah. fucked, with, I fucked with the, the R.I.P. Love track, Said and Done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even Mr. Right Now with Drake, I thought it was like I've had yeah, that chorus that stuck one. in my oh, head for the past it's day. It's a pretty good song. Yeah. That scissor bar hurt my feelings. I'm not gonna lie. It hurt my feelings. Yeah. That scissor bar where he was like, I did, hey, did scissor back in Everybody on Twitter pulling out their calculators. Like, yo, okay, wait, 2008. Yeah, right. 29. <laughs> he really, he really on the line there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, he is tiptoeing the line right there, like the sideline, like right there, like almost out of bounds, almost out of pocket. That's Drake. That is so yeah, Drake. Yeah. <clears throat> you, gotta, you gotta teeter on that, you know, that edge, you know. You gotta, like, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Yo, speaking of, of my tracks, was, though, one of my favorite tracks. What y'all think about the? Oh, go ahead. All my diamonds pissed on. Shout out Andre Drummond. Is that? I didn't hot? get that Just line. Someone Savage, explain that line to me. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If it was a bad. If it was anybody else, I might be like. I know. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it flies if it's not twenty-one. Bruh, 
I was like taken aback because I didn't know that. Like, wait, 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 wait. Whoa! Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Someone explain the line to me because I never I never understood it. Yes. Diamonds are pissed on piston, Detroit oh, Pistons, oh, Andre oh. Drummond, Drummond, a Detroit Piston player. It's a very battle rap bar, but also <laughs> like you can't do it. You can't do it on a beat without actually making that pissed on like Yeah. yeah I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feel like that. I was like, does, does Andre Drummond like getting pissed on or something? Like, is that like a meme that's going around? That's what I thought at first, but then I was like, oh, wait, he's a Cleveland Cavalier now. He meant piston. Uh, if, dang, I, if I was Andre Drummond, I'd be kind of hot about that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't know on what team now, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch the NBA in, in a while. All my, all my, diamond, all my diamonds, Cavalier, shout out Andre Drummond. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That works too. That works cut too, up. Yeah. Would, yeah, honestly, you know, that I, I could, better. I would probably like catch that and be like, ah, I don't want to get a filler bar. I don't know. Like, yeah. I like what you said, Jordan. It doesn't work Jordan. if it's not that is, that, that, is a, that is a yeah, battle rap bar if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Also, the, the, the term diamond dancing piss niggas talking about piss and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> bruh, like that's just like disconcerting. Like I'm like, nigga, like I heard, um, fucking, what was the bar? It's like, man, like nigga, I hear too many P bars. Like, urinated. Oh yeah, <laughs> I heard some nigga say, yeah, like jeweler peed on my neck, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> At some point, you got you niggas like, gotta drop this shit. I'm like, okay. did, did you did he ask for your consent? Because I just I don't don't see anybody ever consenting to allow somebody to piss on your neck. Man. The funny thing about that is, if like we didn't keep up with our vernacular of like dripping, like diamonds, yeah. like being wet. We would like take that back to like 2008. We'd be like, "What the fuck did you just like, turn this shit off? Whoa!" Yeah, like, 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 nigga, we going the golden showers dude out and here. Beat him up. <laughs> Tried to my OnlyFans, nigga. My diamonds pissed on. Like, <laughs> nigga, whoa! Disgusting. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you niggas need nah. Get away from the school zone. Mm-hmm. Weird, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just vernacular these days. <laughs> can't Overall, keep up. Though, can't keep that up. Was mode two, I'm gonna listen to that shit for the whole year. Which yeah. one? There was a, like an '80s, uh, like a like a cruising down the block type yeah, beat. Yeah. yeah, that shit was hard. Oh, I got. Which one was that? Oh, I got. Uh, let me look. No that ops left behind. No, no, no. Hold it was um, uh, was it stepping on niggas? Yes, sir. I think it was stepping. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Yeah. Was, yeah, that shit was like an 808 fucking like track beat. Bro, like, yeah. I was this like, okay, so I'm just a little homage. Yeah. I was like, where's Curtis Blow at? Where are you doing? They got some deep. I was like, whoa. Like, this also, also, I've also noticed 21 Savage's favorite movie has to be Boys in the Hood, the way you talk about Ricky, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. It has to be. Okay, let's like, be real that though. Ricky is, is so such an overused bar. <laughs> How many Ricky lines do you hear in a year? Bruh, it's gotta be his favorite movie, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm gonna watch it. Good movie. It is. Yeah, man. Great movie. But, like, the way I see it in my head of 21 watching it when Ricky got shot, he was like, that's hard. Yeah. Like, 21 sees himself <laughs> as the dude like, in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know the fucking story behind that nigga that acted in that movie and shot Ricky? Y'all have you heard the story about that dude? Nah. I think I have it's actually, but he was like a real street dude, huh? What's up? He was like a real street dude that they got to be in the movie, right? 
Yeah, so what happened is they, I'll just long story short it because it's fucking crazy. Well, the funny thing is he wasn't a real street nigga. And then after that movie, he had a hard time with his acting career. So he kind of turned to the streets. And long story short, that nigga got real wrapped up and bought a lot of gang shit. And they're like, nigga, why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> like the nigga from the movie. And then the nigga got popped. He died at like 28 or some shit. Like, no. Dead. Like, that nigga died, man. Like, that scene like was like they think it was like an omen or something like a catalyst like end up like that you know he was acting in the streets and then was acting in the streets exactly literally like he, <laughs> so he turned to an he actor like, he really did oh, well i think he was like well off like i think he was like a fucking you know middle class kid and then he literally turned to the streets like some kind of goofy ass lincoln high school or some shit hey we don't uh, talk about how that shit happens <laughs> all the time yes <laughs> that's low-key like a 21 savage parallel because what i like about him too is he also reminds you how much he doesn't want you to be in the streets like yeah. you really don't yeah, want to be exactly. here yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, if you go here, you gonna die. I'm gonna yep. be there. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, go to track it's, seven where I yeah. talk about it. <laughs> 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 Man. But yeah, I enjoyed the album though. Yeah, I, I think like overall. I feel like I'll give it like a solid 7.5. It's a W. It's a W for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody yeah. that wants a dub right now that could use one, Sadly yeah, no, to dropping in October. I don't know what else yeah. to tell you. I can't even remember. I don't even like know an album that's dropped since then that I've been bumping that I, I, like, I, I can think yeah. of at least. I feel like we've been struggling with like uh, projects of this caliber artist. <laughs> Sorry, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said his album. I was like, besides mine. Besides this is your <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say um, that uh, we have, oh shit. The podcast we haven't had like artists of this caliber dropping so often someone mm-hmm. as popular as these two and an album that kind of resonates with people off the bat like these i feel like we've been getting into a lot of sleeper albums and underground albums that yeah people yeah, kind of yeah. like a couple weeks after we talk about them but yeah i need to be more active with my listening too you know because i get caught up in like like when we're out in the streets and like you know like we kind of just get in this routine of listening to the same shit because it's like comfortable because it's mm-hmm. like it's fucking scary out here bro like right. there's fucking like niggas is like we fucking toting like we ain't never lacking like these days like it's crazy like there's a lot of like fascist mobilizing and shit so we have to keep our routine kind of like the same to like keep our mental health in check and i just like i've been missing so much shit like premieres of different things yeah. drops whatever and you it's know, just nice it's to have just, some new horror music. Exactly. Yeah. For like, real. And, and like, some like, soundtrack. In regards to our new our new sound we're kind of working with, like um, we have a multitude of different projects we're working on, um, kind of, you know, still in the uh, in the I don't know, early stages of like trying to figure out the creative vision. Mm-hmm. Niggas is like, cooking. We cooking, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line, you know, and I'm like I'm like his creative director, but then also my own creative director. And then also we're I'm producing the albums and tapes and shit. And like we've just been really heavily influenced by three six lately. And you know, we're just trying to kind of piece it all together. But like are, are y'all are y'all are y'all really influenced directly from like Mystic Styles type three yeah. six, or is my, there any other kind of era in there that y'all like as well? I, my shit, my favorite one is when the smoke clears. So I mean, I we pulling from pretty much anywhere. I really just want the same vibe, like overall. Yeah, yeah. fun fact: our first show actually with our hardcore horrorcore horrorcore project, we actually opened up for Tommy Wright the Third. Fire. Um, 
So like, you know, three six Memphis legend, like a Memphis yeah. one of the kings six affiliate, you know. Um that nigga is cool, man. That dude is the nicest dude on the planet. Um, and that was really that, I think that kind of was like that was also a catalyst for our career because like he is like, you know, like a huge icon in Memphis for cool. that whole scene, you know. Mm. And um meeting him and watching him live, I was like, this <laughs> Or I might want to do this for my life, so here I am. That's a that's a great story. Um, yeah, I, I didn't even know he was still. <laughs> well, I can barely hear you, Dev. Yeah, Dev, you all the way down or something. I'm down. Dev, where you at? You can't hear oh, me. Now we can hear you. There we go. Where's you can hear me now. We yeah. good? Yeah. Oh, yeah shit. It's random. Um. Anyways, that is a legendary story, by the way. Like, yeah, I don't take that lightly. Like, yeah. No. We. Uh, the fact that yeah, you yeah, ever met crazy. Tommy Wright the Third is a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he had like, niggas mosh pitting and shit too. Yeah, crazy. real shit. That's the shit I wanted to hear right there. Like those niggas mosh pit. There we yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, niggas, that's circle pit, bro. Like I'm, niggas was like, open I, it I up. can't wait till we get venues, bro. Because I want niggas to go crazy. Yeah, they gonna go crazy to your shit. Like, your shit is hard as hell. Stage. Your oh, shit doesn't oh. stop on this new one. Mm-hmm. Great <laughs> yep. yep. up. All right, yeah. real quick, real quick. Let's get to anniversary, bro. Let's get to this Bryson yeah. Tiller, oh. bro. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, let's talk about it. Yeah, Girl, yeah, I'm done Bryson playing. Bryson Tiller, the laziest nigga I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, yes, bro. bro. You had five years, my nigga. Bro. You call this shit anniversary. You turned Damn, it blue. son, where'd you find this? <laughs> you turned it blue and looked the other direction. Yes. Nigga, what? <laughs> bro. I'm disappointed, bro. There was songs I liked in there, but bro, like he, bro, the inhale beat, he like underused it. Like when I want Bryson to sing, nigga sing. But like when I want you to rap, rap, it's like he couldn't pick which one to do. He's like a two-way guard, bro. It's like he knows how to do both. You know he knows how to do both, but he only does one of them one of the time, bro. And like that inhale beat, I wanted him to sing on it. I wanted him to like, but you rapping. Like you let like a whole minute go by before you started, but like I don't know, man. Like there's potential there, and I know there's songs I'm gonna like later on. But as far as the album goes, I was like, come on, bro. Yeah. No. So wait, wait, wait. Were y'all, were y'all better, excited bro. about a Bryson Tiller album, or were y'all expecting to be like, nah, like, nah? Lazy. I was excited. Yeah, I'm okay, a, you were I'm, excited. Were I y'all thought, were y'all bro, fans like, of Trap Soul Trap at the Soul's time? A fucking timeless fucking classic like yeah. it, you can never beat that like you can never get like trap soul is one of the greatest albums in my personal opinion uh yeah it started, a genre, it started a genre it, of, art, of artists it started a genre of niggas wearing <laughs> started a bunch of hoop earring wearing niggas <laughs> brim down low i'm one of them niggas okay yeah <laughs> i got a question for y'all though i got a question for y'all because the thing is it's r&b and i feel like I feel like we hold R&B a little bit. We kind of give R&B a hard time because it has to be good. Like it has to like connect with us mm-hmm. on a certain level because like it's going to be emotional when you fucking hear that shit. Yeah, right? yeah. And like if it's not that, like I feel like we're like, you know what? Get it away from us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't like, you know, make you want to text somebody in the middle of the night. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It ain't there. Gotta but like eat those. Yeah, like the ones I did, like I even highlighted them, bro. I was like, okay, me, always and forever. Let's go. You know, I like the sorrow joint. Yeah, that was the good. sorrow joint was good. Out of time, yeah, I wanted more from Bryson than Drake. 
You know what I'm saying? But did Bryson's verse was weird. Yeah. <laughs> It was like an ad. It was like a long ass ad lib. I was yeah. so confused. You were just harmonizing. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, like, literally. say something, bro. Yeah. Then uh, I like the last track on there because that one, that one, I wanted more of that next to you. Yeah. That one is what I wanted more of. But then, like, right I felt like it could have just been a solid EP if he would have just released those songs. Really? We talk about that a lot, actually. Like, okay, take an album. This one's 10 songs, 30 minutes. What would make it a great album? Like if it went down to, this is tough. This is me shitting on it to be honest. But if it went down to like five or six songs, <laughs> you would have had a fire EP. And, and, yeah, and it was like a legit EP. That's when I would go, okay, this is really good. But you'd have to pick those, those, for this those nigga great songs to, out to of there. Call this anniversary, grab <laughs> soul and not deliver. It just, that's why I'm upset. And what do you think yeah. about, first of all, I'm really glad all of y'all have to say what you have to say. Because I thought I was going to have to come in here and I was going <laughs> to have to, like, shit on Bryson Tiller today. And y'all are doing it for me. But what do you think yeah, about five, five years after you release an album, like, using that album for your entire rollout, dropping a deluxe of an album you dropped five years ago and then changing the color, like you said, and looking to the right. Dude, <laughs> see, the here's left. the thing. Here's what this nigga's doing. He's feeding off nostalgia and the thing is people do it like if you look at the 21 savage cover he 21 savage is obviously feeding off of like the fucking juvenile uh Juvi the juvenile tape. juvenile mean, yeah. all those things yeah. is what it is the nostalgia sells but you're what you're doing though when it's your own nostalgia when it's your own <laughs> it's lazy. like thematic aesthetic and you can't deliver that same thing again it, it's gonna hurt you it's yeah. gonna hurt you a lot and like I think that's why yeah. I got excited when I saw the cover. I'm like, oh, this nigga finna deliver. Cause you have to. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, bro. All right, man. Yeah. This nigga. <laughs> this, nigga this nigga, man. I just I'm so upset with this nigga. I was I waited for salt. You could ask my girl. You, nigga, I, I literally was talking about Bryson Tiller, like, damn nigga, I need some sad music. Like, <laughs> nigga, I need bro. I need the winter's coming, bro. Like, nigga, yes. I, need, I need this shit. And then I seen it and I was like, Lord Jesus, thank you. Little did I know it was Satan. Bro, like, I want to be able to, like, sit in my house, look out the window while it's raining and be like, yeah, I fucked up. But this is more like, nah, you know what? Maybe I was right. Maybe I was right. You like Kermit looking out the window, with your hand up on there. It's like, damn. Nah, but I will say I do like the production. I do like the production a lot. These are R&B beats. These are like, you know what I'm saying? Like those intrinsic low, like, you know. He got the trap soul filter. Right. He has the trap soul feel, just not the vibe, you yeah. know? And, and, trap like, soul, and trap soul has these moments on it too that are not like, I feel like this whole anniversary thing goes over about the same speed the whole way through. Mm -hmm. But trap soul has uh, tracks like Exchange and like Rambo. And right, like other shit sorry like that, not sorry that, 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 that like switches things up um yeah oh sorry not sorry yeah sorry not sorry it's so fucking i really funny. hope that this is like a lead i hope he's gonna drop another album that's good the deluxe edition of this better be rethought out <laughs> yeah <laughs> it better be like one of those director's cuts where they go back and they change like the whole damn movie and it's better yeah bro because like the thing is what i liked about bryson is that potential to like because the thing is there were flashes of it like in sorrow like i love that one that one and like because the thing is what he's doing he's harmonizing he's using his voice yeah. but then when he when he switches to rapping it's almost like like monotone you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. you know he's not singing behind his lyrics no more it's just like 
like I want to hear you sing, bro. Like you, you're a hard, you're a good singer. I almost called him a hard singer. <laughs> you're a great singer, and like that's what people tune into you for. You know what I mean? The tonality of it, like it's the most. It was like the most appealing. It was like right. nectar, man. He should have yeah. dropped shit three years ago. It was honey. Three mm-hmm. years ago, I would have been okay with this. Yeah, like for instance, uh, what well, uh, the album that came out after that? Oh my I god, I, I never remember because it was very forgettable. Exactly. <laughs> right, yes, yeah, true to self, booty. What's it called? True, true, true to self. True to self. If yeah. you if you cut true to self, right? If you cut true to self, it has fake. Yeah. I literally did this. This is one of my notes I was telling you about. <laughs> Hold on. Because <laughs> there's a track on there. Like, I was like, okay, if you pick out certain songs where he's singing and not rapping, yeah. you, you can make a good album out of it. But, like, for instance, okay, No Longer Friends, take that from True to Self. You got it. Take that. And then take, uh, where is it? Oh my gosh! Money, money problems in Ben's truck is like a pretty good. Yeah. Like Bryson Tiller rapping on True Self. Yeah. That's just like pretty hard. And then uh, that shit is so off. long. Set it yeah, off. Set it off. There you go. And then add those to this album right here. I know, nigga. What's the one joint uh, where he sampled Travis, bro? The um, don't get. I always told you, don't get too high. Don't go low, don't get too high. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, fuck. What is that? Don't get too high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put that on there, too. You have a solid album right there. But just, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like it was like a swing and a miss. Y'all teed it up. Y'all teed it up. That was perfect. We gotta jet out. I gotta get to. Yeah. I got a video thing to do real quick. How much time y'all got? Oh, y'all gotta bounce. Yeah, I gotta dip out to this uh, to Alberta actually to do a studio thing for. It's like uh for the burn relief and stuff uh, that's going on for like the wildfires and stuff. We're doing like a fundraiser for it. Be on that jet. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But we'd love to be back on because, like, we want to talk. Fuck you know, yeah, nigga, I love y'all, niggas. This shit, hard. Yeah, this is we love dope. to talk music, and especially wait, 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 real quick, y'all said something too that it it hurts to hear. I know, like, y'all can't really get into the time to do all the research for music and whatnot. That's what mm-hmm. we're all about is mm-hmm. doing all that research for people and handing yeah, it out because people don't got yeah. time. So mm-hmm. we would love to have y'all back on to talk some music. Mm-hmm. I loved y'all perspective. We want to talk about somewhere off Alberta too, a little bit. Hey, more that album is that. hard, bro. Daddy was a crip. Uh, toxic masculinity, that gold, bro. Yes, toxic masculinity, bro. Hey, hey, hey Greeley and yeah. Emerson, that's Trans Jam. Mm-hmm. Which one? Yeah, Greeley and Emerson, bro. That shit is yeah, crazy. Like, I, I, hey, Jam. <laughs> you know Keith? Keith the Keith mate, bro. That's my roommate. Keith mate. Yes, bro. Keith lived right there, bro. Did it? He did. Daddy was a crip, bro. I was in Astoria. My nigga, he sent me he sent me like two beats and I was like, what other beats do I have in here? And then I heard that and I started rapping. I was like, Daddy, was it? Oh, yep, nigga loaded that's it. That's my roommate, yeah. nigga. <laughs> and that's my nigga, bro. That nigga hard, dog. Yeah, he I was playing that in the crib. Time. Yeah, man. yeah, he was playing that in the crib. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> 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 Who the fuck is this? <laughs> Uh, I'm actually performing a whole album out in Lake Oswego today. Yeah, we're we're we have a busy day today. Yeah. Damn. All right. And y'all y'all stay done. busy. Yeah, we have to, bro. Respect have that to. so so hard. 
yeah, and and it looks like the shit is going up. It's going up pretty fast. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm well. excited for what y'all do. Again, y'all are both welcome to come back on here. Uh, yeah, we'll literally anytime. Yeah. When's the next one? Saturday? Yeah, do it every yeah, Saturday. Yeah, next Saturday. You want to come back next Saturday? Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Let's be. All right, it. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah man. We got to yeah. too. You know, our fucking. Yeah, like I I want to get into that for sure. Yeah. Dude, I know Riot's gonna be a game changer. That's just gonna fuck the whole scene up. Yeah, yeah. So, what is Riot? What is that? Batty. We just trying to make music that nigga we wish was out there, I guess. Like yeah. when we was growing up and shit. Yep. Not all this shit where niggas wanna try to sound like somebody else and right. be the next Playboy Cardi or Uzi. Yeah. Bro, the North need that though, like for real. Like when I, I was listening to your whole album, bro, it slapped. Like, bro, like the fact that Akeesh was playing it, I was just vibing to it. Like I had to pop my head into the room. Like, Wait a second. No, oh, keep playing this shit. Don't change it. Yeah, what you turn it down for? Exactly, bro. Nah, this shit goes. So I just wanted to let you know, like, that album is good as fuck. And I came in here, too, wanted to say, well, we were going to talk about, obviously, somewhere off Alberta, but I went back to give myself a little bit more context with the Jordan Fletcher EP. Mm. Bro, this shit is, like, neck and neck. They're completely different. Like, No, that's the thing. A whole different vibe on the first one, but no, like. Top tier. That shit is amazing as well, so. It's crazy, nigga. I almost did not release that EP at all. Mm -hmm. Nigga, I was so like. This nigga was bummy, man. I had homies in my ear that wasn't homies, nigga, that was like, bro, this shit is like whatever, but like. You should be making like club bangers. Oh, because you were using some different. You were using some crazier beats. Bro, I I didn't even make. I didn't make no music like that. I just didn't want to put my shit out because I felt like niggas was gonna hit like trash it. And then like, I don't know when it happened, but I was like, I don't really give a fuck no more. If niggas hate it, let them hate it. That's because I was whispering in his ear, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, the beats on there are like they're they're kind of they're kind of weird. They're kind of funky. Like, I love Mm -hmm. that shit. Uh, nice you, I can tell you probably love like, that type of shit too. So you got that kind of ear. I feel like those beats are, are mad different. I love uh, pretty much everyone that you used on that EP. Thank you. Yeah, that motherfucker, Ninth Street Dreams. I literally came from all like that shit. I was just telling you, like, fuck them mm-hmm. niggas. Them niggas is crabs in a bucket, bro. They trying to hate on me, like, and pull niggas, like, fuck them niggas, bro. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, them niggas wildin', man. Hey, good to hear that you rose above that shit, though. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more boom bappy. I felt like. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, you know, whatever pocket you end up, you know, flying with, it sounds like Riot's going to be a lot different than somewhere off Alberta, which is going to be a lot different than the EP, so I'm sure you guys, you guys got an ear for all kinds of different pockets and shit, so we're just looking out for whatever. We got to get you back on next week. Yeah, let's do it. talk more about it. Saturday, I'm with it. I'm so with it. For sure. Let's get it, man. Hey, we appreciate y'all coming on. We'll let y'all go. Uh, Good luck with your busy day. Thanks again Thank for coming you, man. through. Y'all niggas have fun, man. Oh, Drink we water. We're, pro- we're probably <laughs> doing this cook up today too. I'll be we'll be spinning shit live for a little bit, maybe before the um, show today. So, um, you know right. me, I just love to do a bunch of live shit because I'd be doing the beat pad and do busy. everything manually and just trying to, you know, yeah. So, try to keep it entertaining, you know, diversify the diversify the abilities and yeah. you know diversify our outreach and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, Catchy. All right, man. I love y'all, man. Take it easy. Be easy. Hey, we appreciate you, bro. Peace out. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Peace. Peace. Bye. Okay, cool. All right, bet. Homies. I'm really, really glad. I'm really glad I didn't have to come in here and be the guy (laughs) to have to come down on this Bryson Tiller record myself. Nah, bro, because, like, 
the thing is like i love r&b in fact i kind of say like i'm more of an r&b person at heart because like i don't know like my mom and dad like my dad would listen to like new jack swing right and my mom loved that like slowed down like like swvs mm -hmm. you know like the the female sound of r&b and like I like I love harmonies like harmonies are like my mm -hmm. favorite thing to hear in R&B and like it develops its own like set of chord progression it's like the newest you know melodic sound that we have in current day right mm -hmm. and the thing is like as it grows with hip-hop like you get stuff those elements that you're going to hear consistently like that reverb that low pass filter that you always hear with the arm with the high-pitched uh 90s jam in the back you know what I'm saying yeah. like that Noah Shabib or that uh, that classic like soul sample you have in the back of a track and like it vibes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can hear it, like you just lounge, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And like Bryson Tiller delivers that, you know what I'm saying? Like you can vibe mm -hmm. to a Bryson Tiller track, you know, just chilling by yourself and like it'll make you emotional, it'll invoke that. And it becomes like a kind of a performance. And that's kind of what I like about Bryson the most. Like if you look at it, if you look at, uh, Trap Soul, for instance, from like a performance value, like he's telling you like about his relationships, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? He's being vulnerable. But the thing is, it's like, we know like with anniversary, like you could have gave us more. And that's what it mm -hmm. really feels like, you know, as and like that, a fan. And that's what happens when you put, when you put an album of yours up to be compared instantly. I mean, by like yeah. naming it and putting it in succession with this album. So, like, you're naturally going to draw those comparisons. But mm -hmm. the point about why you were away for so long and why the music business is hard for you is because, like, it's hard to be in this. It's hard, yeah. you know, when you make an album like that that everybody loves and then there's this other side of it, okay, well, what to do next? Like, you've clearly kind of been looking for that. But then you go back to this album to get that thing going. And when, yeah. you, don't, when you don't elevate it, when you don't change it, like, if within from the inside you're gonna draw those comparisons and it's gonna be hard to beat what people already love like they said you know it was like yeah. it wasn't that they he didn't supply like that's one of the that's one of their favorite albums of the past five years yeah and, and, right and so like that's hard to do savage mode i think it's great that we have this already like this week to compare that with because what savage mode 2 does is it completely elevates and changes what savage what mode savage mode one was really kind of a limited thing and mm -hmm. but it was a legendary thing for them they took it and right. they made it something completely new and i feel like that's yeah. what bryson tiller didn't do with this opportunity right you, right, you can see from oh go ahead oh, go ahead no no no, no. i was just I've gonna say yes <laughs> no not, never 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 oh, bro uh but i was just gonna say you could see like on on savage mode 2 you could see that both artists have clearly grown uh, Metro has grown immensely. I think Metro has grown immensely, like more than 21, but 21 is definitely like honed in his lyricism, his like, his punchlines and his like, and his subject and his content is a little more like cohesive. Mm. I think you could tell that. I don't think the Morgan Freeman thing was just like a Metro Boomin idea. I think 21, you know, he's an idea guy too. Yeah. And yeah. so you could yeah. see the like, the growth in both artists and that makes the whole project a better project whereas with the anniversary shit it's not even like bryson tiller didn't expand upon trap soul i think it's honestly like just a little lazier than trap soul like <laughs> i'm not even when you're not comparing them i think i would still just be like yo this album is not as good as this album 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it's weird that like you take so much time and you and it seems like he's got an idea of like what he should be doing better because, you know, he's been like talk, he's talked about, you know, putting out another project for so long. I don't know why it came out so subpar. And like I said, Jordan might Jordan might be honest, and I feel like there might be something else like in the tuck that's coming out. But yeah. oh, actually, I hope so. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to I want to pause you because he did say that this wasn't the only thing that he would drop right. this year. Oh, I didn't know. That. I okay. feel like he said that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, he but tweeted I, I will it or say, something. This feels like the kind of project that. Well, I'm gonna change that if he does drop something new afterwards, and he's got something else that's different. I feel like this project is like trying to make money back or something like on Mm. some you know again just going off of the nostalgia just going off of like people know how sorry they know how people feel about trap soul yeah and so i feel like you get you get this you get it in lineage with that other project people want to hear people want to know they haven't heard from bryson in a minute you get one drake feature on here it's short i don't know man i just feel like this isn't I just feel like he isn't making every decision when it comes to the music. And I think that's why it sounds mm-hmm. a little lazy, yeah. right? Because I think it's kind of a money project. Yeah. And, and, the and way, maybe the maybe way. he does get to release something a little bit more like what he wanted to do, if that's kind of what he's talking about. And then this was the project to ensure that they would get like the attention that it needs mm-hmm. and that it might feed into another project that he wants to do. I don't know. But either way... You know, like you said, lazy is the word that just like comes right out to me. I got you. Um, the way I've been looking at it, <laughs> and I have it in my notes because I was trying to compare it, right? Because I was comparing both uh, Savage Mode Two and Anniversary, kind of like how you just, how you guys just were. Yeah. Um, the way I feel about it is like Savage Mode Two is a literal sequel. You know what I'm saying? Like both mm-hmm. has to be there, mm-hmm. as opposed to Anniversary, where it kind of feels like you're walking into the same room that Bryson was in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, and I see. Like, like it's more paying homage than it is like a sequel. Right. And Word. the thing is, when you go back to the same room, like <laughs> you've already grown out of it because now there are so many people who sound like that, mm. who sound like Bryson Tiller was at that time because that album was monumental. That changed the way like Influenced certain people, people decided to like make music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so like revisiting that room for us was probably a little lackluster. It kind of made us feel like. Mm, we could have just went to the original room. We could just play some. Right, we we've been here. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's a great point. I I like the way you put that with the sequel versus just kind of like a. Got my notes. He's like in this <laughs> in the same space. Yeah, yeah, he got the came notes. In handy. <laughs> I, I think yeah. Listen up, I, kids, bro. Take your notes and study like Nai does. Don't be like us. <laughs> be hey, like bro, Nye. I be I be studying music, man. <laughs> I be studying, man. I'm glad you guys didn't really fuck with this because I was kind of like Dev was prepared to come in and try to like bash this shit. You know, I wasn't I was like, I feel like Dev isn't going to like this. I might have to defend it. But (laughs) now I'm comfortable just being like, I don't really like this either. (laughs) Because the way I feel about it, it's not necessarily that we're bashing it. It's more so like we expected more of you. We're critiquing it. Yeah. I mean, that's like Like we expected more of a consumer. Right. And the thing is, it's like. I feel like, like how uh, Dev was saying, like more of like, you know, a consumer grab, it's like, that's this thing. Like with a nostalgia grab, that well runs dry real quick, especially yeah, when you decide to compare the aesthetic literally like place to place like that. Mm-hmm. It, like, thank God he didn't say Trap Soul 2. Like, yeah. 
Bro, yeah, people would have been real really upset. Wa- wait, wait, wait. They, they went a really roundabout way of dropping a capsule, <laughs> too, right? Because yeah. they came, I, I keep saying it, but they came out with a deluxe of Trap Soul, <laughs> of, like, last week. They gave you five new songs. So think about this. Like, you're, you are Bryson Tiller. You've made probably 20 to 30 to 40 songs, at uh, you know, at least, like, semi-recently that were up for this album. So they took five. They put a Trap Soul deluxe out. They got mm-hmm. you some streams there. They're going to get you Anniversary, which is supposed to be this part two, right? Everybody's really hyped about it. Everybody's listening. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of re-listens or not. but I, So you're going to get some interest there. And then right. he says he's going to drop another project. So it's like I feel like you're just breaking the – I feel like it's a smart thing to break up these, but at the same time – or like it's a creative way to break all these up. But at the same time, what you're saying is this is all based off of Trap Soul. And what you have here in 2020 is not what you had there in 2015 in Trap Soul. Right. And mm-hmm. in the streaming era, we can all go back and just listen to Trap Soul and act like it's 2015. So, like, your whole your whole uh, promotional vehicle is that project. It will work to get people interested, but will it work to actually keep people around? Exactly. And I think, exactly. No. Exactly that. And, like... I have like the thing is because I love Bryson Tiller's ability. Like there still are flashes in this anniversary album that I did like, but again, as a fan, it's not enough to make me go. It wasn't enough to make me happy, like clearly. Right. Yeah. But you know, I think he can. <laughs> you know, so like there's still hope there. There's still, but let's let's get out of this aesthetic. Let's get out of this. Remember, remember trap so like it feels like member berries, bro. From South it's Park. member berries, 100%. Remember? <laughs> Remember 2015? Trump was Remember, president. sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Rambo? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. That that kills me, man. Also, I, I don't know how much you, uh, you... You've recently watched South Park, clearly. So <laughs> you heard they got like a hour-long special or something out right now that just dropped? No, <laughs> I'm yeah. about to check it out though. Yeah, they did. They got like an hour long like COVID special that they that they dropped. So I gotta check that out. I got YouTube TV, so I can record that shit. So I'm gonna do. Oh, that. same, bro. I just got it. It's actually fly, bro. Because I've is. been recording the uh, the finals. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. Really. Um, I got I got it. I think in March or April. So like right when sports died. Mm-hmm. Was when I got <laughs> when, was when I got YouTube TV so I could watch sports, and so I had to wait. But now it's fire, yeah. Now it's fire, and there's coming in clutch. Like, some random days it'll be like basketball games and football games and baseball games on, <laughs> which is tight, yeah, it's super tight. Um, yeah. Real quick, I want to screen share with y'all something real quick. Yeah, I've been working on a few joints. <laughs> I want to know if y'all have seen this or I think y'all both follow me on Twitter. So y'all might have seen this. I want to know if I want to, I, I wanted to get all of y'all, but I know I want to know if you like, you feel like that sometimes. Is that... cool? I mean, I feel like you could probably fuck with Yeah, I've been working on a few joints and they cool. I mean, I feel like you could probably fuck with Put anything on that fool on the net. It don't even matter what it is, man. We locked in. Okay, bitch, look, just check this shit They look shit like Sada Baby's cousins. Okay. Just let me know if you need me to turn up that call. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do something else though. For sure. Like, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure with it. Like, you're not vibing with that one. Nah, like, I'm fucking with it. You know what I
Sure. <laughs> Look how the safety was to come in. Oh, this shit crazy, right? Oh, that's crazy. Listen, chill, shit. Check me out, though. I'm gonna do something else. <laughs> you, what, you just what you just said? You, you had just said you gonna tear this shit up, didn't you? I said, what? what's up, now? What's up, now? Nah, you had just said you gonna tear this shit up. Oh, not what? Oh, oh you not fucking with me right oh, now? What's up? Nah, no, nah, nah, you know I'm fucking with it the long way for sure. Cause I love, I love how you did the um the same. How does he keep the hell on, bro? I would love. To tear that shit up right now. But like not right now, type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like next time, type ride, shit. Ride like another dimension, type shit. For sure. Like, I got some more dope shit for you, for sure. For sure. Just throw some more dope shit. And I just open it with Look how the fat machine come in. You just gotta let me know, nigga. I throw on the chainsaw on, nigga. I just heard the dial up <laughs> sound, bro. I lost. <laughs> Let me know. Bro, that, that fucking hat was like taped on or some shit for most of that video. <laughs> you look like oh, you fuck with this shit. I'm to wear my hoodie like this. Yeah. <laughs> Push my hat forward. I love it. I love to tear that shit up right now. Yeah, yeah. But like not right now. Though. <laughs> not like right another now, dimension. Like, yeah. There were some phrases in there that really got me like next time type shit. Like <laughs> like on some next time type shit. Like on some other Bro, dimension that was type. Great. Oh my god. Bro, y'all gotta keep they that, really yeah, like that verbiage. <laughs> it look like Sada Baby's cousins, bro. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's Speaking amazing. of which, I've been bumping him too. Sada, <laughs> yeah. That's bro. like my go to, like, yo, I need some like meme shit right now. Bro. I need some shit to make me laugh. There the fact that real. he's been doing it on like dance beats, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, the fact that he, like, <laughs> the whole lot of Choppers beat, that's a dance beat. Dude, like, a whole lot of choppers already has like 12 million streams on spotify bro if that's on dance dance revolution 2021 <laughs> don't be surprised bro and it's just people stepping yeah. like this <laughs> don't be surprised <laughs> yes that's amazing um i do love me some soda baby bro i've been listening to a lot of draco the ruler lately Fuck the Hold DA, on. free the ruler. <laughs> yeah, man. Check out what I've been listening to. What's in my? What's in my? Well, yeah. Let's go to our recently played. What's been on our like rotation as of late? I got a bunch of podcast shit up here first, but let me see like what else I just been randomly picking out. Ooh. Um. Oh, yo! I got the demo pack on my recently played. <laughs> Hey. hey, me too, bro. Funny enough, like, so if I, I don't think I've told the story about it yet, but like this mic right here, I like got it from Matt Randall. So like, shout, mm -hmm. out, Matt Randall. shout out Matt Randall. Yep. Shout out Matt Randall. The thing is, I don't know if y'all know or if I've told y'all this, but like all of my recording songs, I've done it off my phone. Like I don't like I mix later. <laughs> and like I, I do the majority of mixing on my phone. And I remember I told Matt that and he was like, bro get a mic <laughs> i was like come on bro like i just you know i want to learn how to do it here and then he was like okay bro but then uh later down the line um i told him i wanted to get into like twitch streaming and whatnot he's like bro i'm giving you a mic and then uh we did this uh stress show for um our bassist mom uh scotty's mom uh cinnamon who like comes to every single one of our shows we perform for it and like at the end of the show matt was like here you go bro and just gave me this mic. And as soon as I got home, I recorded um, the reality demo, uh, like, right then and there just to see how it sounded. And 
I went. And there it is. Yeah. Yeah, dang. Well, shout <laughs> out Matt Randall for real, then. Yeah, bro. For a minute. Yeah, bro. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> what else I got my recently? I got this. Uh, I'm writing the Discovery review for Obligatory right now. The Daft Punk. So I had that. That's an amazing album. So good. And actually, I have a. Dev, you should. Li- okay, actually, you know what we should do? What? I know you like making those combo playlists. Oh, I do, bro. <laughs> I really think Discovery by Daft Punk and After Hours by The Weeknd to Whoa, make a bro, fire. Come on now. That's combo amazing. Bro. Ding, ding, yes. ding, 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 bro. Bro. That would go. I think that's a hitter. That w- Yeah. We're going to start on that one today. Today. <laughs> Today. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. I'm looking at my recently played. Uh, so, like, I was Air studying out, grunge. I was studying, like, grunge and, like, indie, like, UK music. So, like, I have <laughs> I have a lot of that. I was listening to a lot of Nirvana. I was in a dark place for a minute. I was trying to, like, catch the Kurt Cobain vibe. Like, I was trying to, like, uh, I think, what is it called? Uh, <laughs> so, you know how, like, actors method act? And whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You guys know how I like I have characters in my music. I was more so at the time. The reason why I was listening to grunge was because like I felt like they put it's all emotion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all like pure pain and whatnot. And I felt like that vulnerability is like it's some it exists in hip hop now somewhere. You know what I'm saying? With that trap, oh, like that emo shit. And like I wanted to like really get an understanding of it because growing up, I never really got to listen to Nirvana or like that like you know that uh that kind of music and i know it's really popular in the northwest so that's what i was studying so yeah i was listening to like the pixies everybody gave me like hella recommendations so that's what i was on that's tight the pixies are uh, also yeah, that's great. Awesome. and um yeah and now that i'm looking at my recently played it's all like it's all podcast shit but i will say um, I also have been kind of stepping out of my typical bag to listen to some more jazz uh, lately. I listened to a few John Coltrane records. Um, the one with Duke Ellington, Giant Steps, and uh, My Favorite Things. I would say that's been one of my big, like, <coughs> out-of-pocket digests lately. Um, still on The Price of Tea in China. Still mm. one of my, like fallback records like i kind of i kind of go to uh to i don't know so it's i didn't think it would be like this but it's one of the more replayable albums i've I've heard this year oh i found what i've actually been listening to so i've been digesting stuff like stuff that's come out like a couple weeks ago like the the black noise oblivion yeah oh yeah yeah. oh my god like bro is talented like it feels like eat like I love it because it feels like each individual song is made. I mean, of course, that it, it's made for each artist, but like, it feels good. Like, I don't know. Like, it's a good introductory because like I didn't know everybody on there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I didn't know about I think Liv. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Baby Mother so much. I want her Baby and Mother. Freddie Gibbs to do a track together. Whoa, that, that would be dope. so That'd hard, be crazy. bro. That the way they flow, bro. Like. I want that. Like that track she got on there. Um the the Mother Magic track is hard, bro. Like she could really spit. I love her bars. Like she be she be I, roasting. I thought she had people. the best track on there. I I yeah. love Baby Mother too. I really do. 
<clears throat> I'm still waiting to hear Motherland. I don't think it's on streaming. Mm-mm. Um, I'm still. I probably should just buy it at this point. because uh, I do really, I do really, really like uh, Baby Mother a lot. I saw her at so Reed College. Um, like this year actually, it was one of the last things I did before quarantine. <clears throat> I uh, oh sorry, go ahead. No, that was it. Oh, I bro, I just found something out. So I've been listening to like a lot of this. You know, like the lo-fi, you know, Memphis, Houston sound, like some gorilla and like that kind of shit. I've been listening to Kryptonite, and I didn't know that Kryptonite is Jade Fox, a.k.a. Liv, is in Kryptonite. She's one of the four members of Pink Saifu, Lord Byron, Ben Hickson, and and Jade Fox, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. Because that shit does not sound anything like Liv. (laughs) At all. It's so hard. Um, I just found that out. I was like looking up their their page and shit. And then also, I've been on this. You guys know Thousand Band Fonny? Yeah. I, do. I don't Yo, think I'm familiar. He just got a he just got a project out this year that is like he's really into like NASCAR. He I found him out because of Baby Keem. He was like one of my recommended oh. artists or some shit. But he's like super into NASCAR and like his shit is just funny. But he's hard too. But I put that on at work and everyone was like. I work with like a bunch of people who don't listen to that kind of shit, and they're like, "Ooh, this is kind of nice." <laughs> um, yeah, I gotta go back to speaking of Thousand Band Fonny. Um, I've been listening to the Duop Kane project too a lot. Mm-hmm. Still bumping that. Still super weird and out there. Hey, I wanted to since the name Liv got brought up, I wanted to ask y'all this question. Uh, just something I saw on Twitter that this was off of the West Side Gun album. Someone was tweeting about the West Side Gun album. And they were asking basically if they think it was off of that Armani Caesar track where she's singing and that's the Alchemist beat. Yeah. And this person yeah. was basically like, I would love to hear Alchemist produce an R&B project like for one artist, you know? So, with that being said, does that give you any names off the top of your head? Because I the first one that I saw was Liv. <clears throat> that would be hard. one of the first cool ones I saw. So, you know what's funny? Like, initially, when you just said that, like, I thought of Ari Lennox immediately only because, like, I like that chocolate pomegranate, that slow, like, cadence. And you know, like, like the way Alchemist finds the samples that, like, can fit a pocket of, like, whatever artist he's working with. I'm wondering, like, could she do it? I think she could, like, especially with that, like, sultry soul sound i think it could i think it could. It, it would be a significant switch up but it's not something i don't think she could do. couldn't do mm. you know what i'm saying yeah. like i think she is a, around enough rap people oh yeah right that like she's not uncomfortable in those spaces where it's not just 100 r&b rhythmic type of like i think she could i think i think it would be maybe a bit of a challenge for her to work with someone like alchemist but mm-hmm. um I think she could do that. I definitely she think she could do that. Um, the only I thought about this for a couple minutes, not too long, but I did think about it kind of hard for like two minutes. And the name that I was most satisfied in, although I don't know if they would do an entire project together, but I would love to hear SZA on an Alchemist beat. I would love to hear a SZA song or two SZA songs on a couple Alchemist beats. I think sure my mind went originally, but. Yeah, I mean, like, I, 
Like, that would be tight. I don't know. Like, obviously, we like we don't know if any of this would ever happen. Yeah. But I think, like, an artist that's less, uh, you know, not that SZA's mainstream, but just less popping would be more like kind of what Alchemist would gravitate to because it'd be kind of a learning experience for him, too. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if he would want to get, like, an elite, elite fucking, like, SZA level artist on that. I mean, he probably would want to, but... <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, I know work out. You know what oh, just kind of popped into my head, and I don't think it would work, but I can see her doing it. Like, say, like she would buy a beat from Alchemist or like People Know People type thing, like a Tiana Taylor kind of thing. That was another like, name I saw in this. Yeah, in this, I can see it happening because not. I don't know if I would like the song. I liked her project, but I could see it happening. Like maybe them build some sort of relationship where you know. Kind of like how we were talking about the Ari thing and how like how you were saying um, about like you know it being like a an experiment kind of for them both. I could see it happening. Um, mm-hmm. I gotta tell y'all some of the other names I'm seeing in here. Uh, like I said, there's some good ones. Like uh, Trent, you recently brought up uh, C.S. Armstrong. That'd be crazy. Whoa. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. What about that was, Sir? That's that's probably the best one I've seen out of here. Um, Sir would be cool. I mean, Anderson Pot could do it. Oh yeah, you, if he could do, if he could do Wait, knowledge, sure Anderson Pot does have some yeah. Alchemist beats. That yeah, one, he has that, some. No. Oh yeah, on Ventura he has. Yeah. Yes. Beats. That's we, a good frame of reference right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was thinking about people. I'm sorry, I was thinking about rappers or sorry singers getting into his like kind of rap bag, but I I completely forgot. Like, no, he can yeah. do a straight up R and B track for an R and B artist. Speaking um, of which, okay, speaking of R&B, that new knowledge is what I've been bumping the most off of Bandcamp. Oh. The, uh, yeah. Hold on. You mean like the album? Yeah. Uh, 1988. Uh, hold on. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hold on. It's off of Bandcamp. I don't, it's not on streaming services. Hold on. I've been bumping it because it's it's crazy. He uh, he flipped this one drama song called, uh, this R&B group called Drama, and the song's called uh, I'm gonna find it. Yeah, while you figure like, that out, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some other names your way that that potentially could sound amazing on some Alchemist beats. Uh, what do you think about Cisco? You think Cisco just needs an Alchemist beat to get back in the game? What do you think, like a thong song remix or 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 what? Um, how about this? What about Adele? You know what? <laughs> Look, okay, what like. Hear That's me one out, of those, like hear me out. Yeah, hear me out. It would. I feel like it would throw us off if we didn't know it was Alchemist. You probably hear it and then be like, "Oh, this shit, this is kind of a group." It'd be one of those songs like you hear as a single. I'm like, "What the, what the fuck is this?" Mm. I can see, I can see Adele grooving, yeah. and then you, then you find out it's Alchemist later on. You're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I yeah, mean, it would be one of those. Yeah, I got one. Know I got one that I feel like you could, you could vibe with. What about Ravina? What if she took a step back from her like mellow too mellow shit and got a little bit of alchemist flavor in her shit? I feel like her voice on an alchemist beat would be transcendent. I'm not mad at that, but I it would be like it, it, there's a gap there definitely that needs to be like closed in terms of the energy and the type of song. Yeah, making, but. I'm not mad at that either. I mean, I would love if it was 
if it was that, I would love for it to be someone. I don't know. You know, Alchemist is so tapped in that he he has these really big connections. So he could do a big project, or he could just do a big collab like that, like an Anderson Pack thing. Like that's a big collab. Um, but then I could also see him doing it in a space more like with the live situation or you know someone as popular as ravina or like life of Ar sorry sorry or like uh cs armstrong you know not a not a ginormous humongous name but <coughs> someone that uh <coughs> someone that's that has a name um and then yeah i think like if it was like a scissor thing i think i like that a lot and i think that would be the perfect mix of like She's incredibly popular, and I feel like that connection for him wouldn't be that hard to make um, if it's not already there. I feel like he has a Kendrick connection. I feel like there's a Kendrick oh, yeah. song with an Alchemist beat. I could see it. I wouldn't doubt it at all. I'm excited for whatever she's got up next, too. Like, I like the hit different song with uh, Fear. the tight dollar sign. Fear. Fear was an <laughs> Alchemist beat. Oh, yep. Oh, I found it. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's this one. I don't know if you guys can see it. HX dot PRT underscore 15. Oh, it's part of that. It's part of the Hex series. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those are always crazy. Bruh, the see me one on there is a vibe. <clears throat> yeah, because he was yeah, flipping I... a bunch of uh, R&B cuts. I was like, oh, my God. He's got one on, uh, on Spotify. It's part of his, like, one of his tapes uh it's like always r&b stuff it's like classic r&b that he puts like little knowledge flavor on i always forget the work what they're called yeah man it's not coming to me in my, my internet he's been one of my favorite producers for a while like i don't like it's just it's different like that his drum cadences all of that and like it's like simplistic but complicated at the same time like and I don't know like how he goes about like finding those perfect harmonies too, because he's making these, he's remixing these songs, and these vocals are matching like, like as if right. it, as if it's original. Like mm -hmm. even beyond that, like sometimes they don't like the harmonies aren't because yo, you're talking to like one of the biggest knowledge fans of all time. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'll I'll sit here and talk about knowledge for an hour, but. Even sometimes the the samples he the vocal samples he chooses versus the the beat production he puts on, they don't even match like sonically like harmony wise. Right. But he does such a good job of manipulating and like his uh his like low passes and shit are like bumped up so that the bass tone, like the bass level tone, is like the same, or the same pitch as it's yeah. just weird. Like sometimes yeah. the instruments don't match, but he has a tone in it that matches the whole time, so it works. Right, that's it's what like I, almost like yeah. That example, an example for that one is the believe it one, the flip of the party next door flip with the exactly. It's like it shouldn't there. really work that well, but it like something he does manipulating those those tones. He just like next level, bro. Bro, like as a producer, it just kind of makes me think like. I couldn't do that. I would go crazy. I'd be like, no, this song's done. I can't do it. Forget it. And he just, his vibes. Yeah, like, and he's just sitting there and it doesn't even, he doesn't even look like he's trying either. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, whatever, fine. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and then every song, and then think about every song he throws together takes him like 20 minutes. Yeah. It's maddening. That's maddening, bro. I'm looking at my like, 
push controller right here. Like, what can I do, bro? Yeah, what kind of hotkeys <laughs> do I got to get on this thing to get the, the, the knowledge pack to work on my beat machine? <laughs> my God. That's crazy. Well, yo, I'm I'm actually ready to get off of here and start getting ready to go to work. So, Nainoa, I appreciate you coming in here after work. Uh, <laughs> mind y'all, we're yeah, doing this. I mean, it's 1030 in the morning, and, and Nainoa is, is, is off of work doing this. Bro, cause. yeah, I was I was looking forward to this. I was like, that's what I was so excited for. I was like, I'm going to make it through work. I'm going to read all – I'm going to get all these notes done. I'm going to write all my notes down. I'm going to roast Bryson, and I'm going to come <laughs> on here – Come on this podcast to get my notes off. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, bro, it's always a fun time. I love listening. Like, I started calling this room the battle station. Yes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah, because I didn't have a, a name for it. Like, I don't know if y'all see that big ass my Noah's man cave. The man cave. Thing in the that. back. I got that like seven years ago. It's it's not called my Noah's man cave. <laughs> <laughs> it's called my it's, it's the battle station now. So. That's funny because I've been calling my shit a battle station because mine's like a mobile desk with the computer and I got the mixer and everything. And Trent's got like a little a little station as well. So that's funny you said that because yeah. literally last week we were talking about how we had battle stations. Hey, bro. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that's where I got it from. I got it from the podcast, bro. So, word, word. We influencers now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, (laughs) type shit. But, yeah, man, thank you for having me. Yeah, bro, if you want to come back next week, uh, we could kind of just run it again. Then, cool. Uh, If it don't work out, then too bad. But, like (laughs) I said, we're going to have homie back, um, hopefully on a more regular basis, if you got Mm -hmm. the time. So Yeah, man. I'm down when I got the top. Like that's the that's the only thing because like working nights, bro. They've been pushing me back and like I just come. If I got free time, I'm always down to talk music with y'all, man. Cool. Well, like I said, I'll, I'll probably just start checking in with you more on like a week to week basis just to see if you can come by, um, regardless of what kind of guests we got or whatnot. So, because um, you just kind of you know you you know what it is when you get in here. You know you know how to run the the, the, the show, how it goes. So. Cool, man. Uh, I hope things are going well. I hope you just keep on keeping on, man. We love what you're doing, and and I hope y'all both have a good week, man. I'm really, I'm really excited about this episode. I feel like it turned out great. Yeah, man. I can't wait to listen to it. I'm about to share that we roasted Riley a little bit. I'm in your <laughs> old room, dog. Yeah, he it's did catch a little bit of heat. Now. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, for a moment there, that was fire. That was fire. All right, y'all. Well, that's it for me, man. Season five, episode nine, absolute fucking success. Uh, Sir Nye in the building. Again, you can find him at, is it Sir underscore Nye? Um, Sir Sir Nye underscore on all social media. And then my website is SirNyeNoah.com. S-I-R-N-A-I-N-O-A.com. All right. Find all my music there. there. You already know where to find me and Trent at LoudPax, at DevDemolino on pretty much everything, so. Yep. Season 5, Episode 9, absolutely beautiful. Trent, you got any other parting words to say? You good? I can't hear anything right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're good. Peace. Peace. All right. Thank you, Nye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Of course, bro. All right, I'm about to get some sleep. Get some sleep, bro. Get some sleep. (laughs) Peace.